On this week's episode of Bungalore in the Bus, we talk about all the events happening this weekend. New Smyrna Beach, Irma Christmas Tree, Hullabaloo, city spending a whole bunch of money on snowflakes. Check it out. Welcome to Bungalore in the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com, your source for hyperlocal news. I'm joined with guest host Scotty Campbell. Hi, everybody. Hey, this week's episode is being recorded at Wall Street. And I am playing the role of John Bustecker. John Bustecker is still away in Costa Rica. I'm all, only I'm shorter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Gayer. Little, uh, gayer. Pudgier. A little bit. A little, little, little bit sassier. A little sassier. <laughs> Just a lot gayer. <laughs> Not a whole oh. lot, though. Hey. <laughs> he can't defend uh, himself. We're recording downtown at the Wall Street Plaza, more specifically at Wall Street Cantina. We were just hanging out at Dia de los Muertos. We were. It was we're a good p- event. Right there on Church Street. Event. They blocked, block, well, the, they, they block off that road anyway, right? So they, yeah, generally. Good job. Good job, downtown Arts District. Yeah. Uh, and we're loving being here. We're waiting on our burritos and enchiladas. Yep. A lot of enchiladas. I'm getting the drunken pork burrito. Having way too many margaritas. And apparently, uh, $3 margaritas. $3 margaritas. That's insane. On Thursdays. Thursdays. We're pre recording this this week's. Right. Um, happy to be here, man. Yep. So, downtown drinking yes. actually brings up that whole uh, liquor license thing this city's trying to do. What is this about? Uh, there's, a, there's a push to wait, have like a. A liquor license-free downtown where you don't have to, like, pay an exorbitant fee. Generally, it could be, like, what, twenty dollars to $200,000 to get a liquor license? Yeah, it's expensive, mm-hmm. but I, there's <laughs> I think there's a reason for that. There's a lot of responsibility that goes with it. What, 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 that's, that sounds, uh, sounds kind of dangerous. Is that What's think, your take on I that? I think it's supposed to be replaced by some sort of city licensing instead of the state in place of it. But the idea is that it's... That large amount is too much for small businesses to to take on, and they want restaurants to be able to serve full liquor downtown specifically and bring more businesses downtown. Okay, because what <laughs> downtown needs is more liquor, Scotty Campbell. Right? Yeah, we, we that, that's my neighborhood too. Just needs more bars. We What's your neighborhood? Uh, my neighborhood. Well, I live in Park Lake Highland, but uh, right around the corner is Mills Fifty. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh huh. And every time a new business is opening, that's what it is. And I, d- I think that's. Uh, I love. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love to drink. I'm drinking right now, but uh, I, I just think uh, you know it'd be nice to have a little bit of diversity in the neighborhood. That's all. Well, who doesn't like diversity? It was just Pride Weekend. It was. Did you go? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't. I went. I went for everybody. I think. I think I'm still there. So I was supposed to go later, <laughs> but Brandon came home and he had overdone it. And uh, he did. Yeah. I actually at one point told people to start to write my name and my address on my <laughs> on my arm because I was so proud. So it wasn't just mimosas though. It was you. You were also the heat got to you. Oh yeah, you, heat. So, heat. Yeah. I didn't know what you were getting at. Well, yeah, heat and mimosas. Yeah. So I was all raring to go, and Brendan's like, eh, "Let me take a nap." <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end and of that. And then I never woke up. <laughs> I'm still sleeping. Uh, how was how was Pride for those of us who were not there? It was crazy. I got to Watermark. Uh, was kind enough to let me stand on their float uh, in all my cupcake booby glory. 
Right. And uh, and it was a blast, man. I, it was not as many people as last year, which is to be expected. Everybody came out in force for Pulse. And, wh- and which is kind of okay, because last year, I love the enthusiasm, but there were a lot of people, and, it, and at points it was... I was in the parade last year, and, I, yeah, and yeah. at points it was uncomfortable. There's parts like there's a there's that corner over by uh, where Graffiti Junction is now, and then over by World of Beer, where there's just so many people, and I yeah. never see any police like holding people back. Well, I don't know how so, they could. I, I mean, I don't think you can at right. that point, right? You just kind of pray. Well, they they have up the uh, what do they call these things? The bike rack. Uh, divider things but people just go on the other side you know why because people are insane for beads it's you true. can buy these on it's your true. own folks sorry that was a pregnant <laughs> pause because qu- i was drinking my margarita <laughs> that isn't quite that's not but but it but it but beads don't mean anything unless somebody throws them in your face during a parade i remember last year because i where or when i was with orlando weekly and i was on a bike and i had a bike basket full of beads and this group of lesbians, like, basically pushed me aside and grabbed half my beads just out of my box. Like, that's no fun. You don't want to just take them. You you, gotta, you are you saying them. that you hate lesbians? That's what, what I heard. What I'm saying is lesbians steal things. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. That's not true. I take it back. We do. Don't, we, don't do. Me any we joke. We jest with our... <laughs> With our sisters with our in the struggle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Pride was awesome. Uh, I didn't go see the fireworks. I, like, I did the parade and ran away, That's, which is <laughs> very true to what I do every year. Wow. Yeah. But you ha- you enjoyed it. Otherwise, it's a meat I've, market. I've heard nothing but good things. I, I, I heard that it was a great celebration. Yeah. So I'm really cute, you know, so I can't be, I can't be out there at Pride at, late at night. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll jeopardize my relationship. True. <laughs> With you, Scotty Campbell. I, I'm aware that you're in a relationship with me. Thanks, thanks so for reiterating know. it, because you know I don't want I don't want people to be confused. He's my Scotty Campbell's my gay boyfriend. <laughs> um, filling in, filling in for John Bussegger, who's my straight boyfriend. <laughs> so, uh, hey, we got a poet laureate. I heard that that they finally decided on someone. Yeah, there's 49 entries, entrance yep. submissions. Yeah. Ooh, margarita! I'm feeling this three dollar margarita. <laughs> and it's Susan Lilly. Is that is that the name? Yeah, Susan yes. Lilly. Great name. Uh, she's a teacher at Trinity Prep and Rollins College. Awesome. Yeah. I love Rollins College. Like, how cool is that that she can? Like, she must be like adjunct, right? An adjunct prof. I would think so okay. if, if she's doing both of those jobs. Apologies for the sound of muscle cars in the background. Again, we're recording live at Wall Street Plaza. You are getting a taste of Orlando, my friends. I, I'm guessing we probably have that half an North hour Orange until Avenue. a drunk starts cussing or throwing the main things. vein through main vein <laughs> through main downtown. Vein. Uh, so yeah, hey Susan <laughs> Lilly, congratulations! Congratulations! So she's going to be named officially named by the mayor on October 23rd. And I'm excited to see how this plays out. Because, you know, normally I only think of a poet laureate as that, like, the United States will have a poet laureate. I'm assuming we don't have one right now. <laughs> we don't. This is the first this is the first poet laureate we've ever had. No, no. I'm talking about the president. Oh. Usually the president picks did a Trump poet laureate. I don't, I don't think he did. If uh, anyone's listening out there, go ahead and tweet at us. I want to hear. Yeah, let, let's, let's, let's hear. But uh, I certainly don't recall. Orlando Bungalore on Twitter. I certainly don't call, recall anyone at his inauguration. Um He's got a, a lot on his plate. I don't poem. blame him. I don't He's blame got a lot him. on his There's plate. A lot happening. He's not thinking He's about poetry. His plate. Yeah. Maybe we spoke. Poetry word. does not make money, so oh. he's not interested. Maybe he's the poet laureate. Ooh, and he's political. like writing. He's been writing Sorry, haikus this really whole time. 
on Twitter. And I really didn't mean to go down this road. But this is our first here. It'll be interesting to see how the city she integrates this. It's a year's uh, trial period. And if we like her, then she there's options to extend it for a year three times. For three one-year extensions. Yeah. Oh, I don't like if that. If we dig her. Um, I don't like that. And it's three grand. I don't know if it's three grand a year or three grand a contract uh, that she gets. And she gets, she has to like write speeches. And Does the, the Poet Laureate normally get money? Like the Poet Laureate of the United yeah. States? Yeah. Because you got to fly around and show up and well, yeah, they perform can. on command. Oh, no. um, I'm not sure they need. Uh, whatever. Good job, guys. Good That's job. The city. We're excited, Miss Susan. I am excited. I'm excited. I, I don't need to. They didn't go over the minutia with me personally. So, I don't, you know, I, I can upset. only be a, be bitter in retrospect. Well, since we're I'm talking not about upset. I'm, I'm thinking while Susan Lily's in, I'm going to I'm going to be in training. OK, so oh, you want to be, did be you the submit? Laureate. No, I didn't submit. <laughs> well, then you can't be upset. I thought, I thought Buddy should just know that I wanted to. You, you were projecting <laughs> that out into the world. Um, <laughs> hey, Brightline train. You following this? Yes, I'm excited. All right, so for I'm those excited who don't about know, a lot of stuff. Obviously, it's a train between. It's going to go from Miami to Orlando. Yep, with stops in West Palm and Fort Lauderdale, and I'm here in Cocoa Beach too. Oh, nice. Um, and that means, which is great because uh, Amtrak will potentially be going away, right? Because the funding was cut for Amtrak across the the country. But specifically, that means all Amtrak uh, lines in Florida are going to be going away. I gotcha. Yeah. So this is a privately funded, uh, privately owned. Well, and this is a good time system. for Orlandoans uh, in, in terms of, of getting their backing because everybody is looking at alternative transportation now. With I mean, we we went to that Dia uh, de los Muertos thing tonight. Again, we're recording this earlier, uh-huh. um, and. How it took us forever to get where we were going. Man, everything's closed in Paramore. Um, Huey's closed, so you can't get. To, we were trying to get to Church Street. Church yep. Street itself is closed, yep. and then it was like rush hour. So Orange is backed all the way up. It was crazy, man. And we know we just ridden our bikes. We know in our hearts that the ultimate I four will be the ultimate. <laughs> we just, we just we don't just know if we will all be sane once we get there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Whenever it's if finished. we will have any patience left. Uh, so yeah, we're super excited. They've actually started. They pulled a permit for the Orlando stretch, and actually, I'm hearing that they've started sending crews to uh, the airport. It's actually having like a multimodal hub. Okay. So it looks like a whole new airport, basically. That's just for like trains and buses and things to be coming this out is of. Great. So right? they've started. Yeah, no, it's great. It's amazing Particularly because isn't isn't. Uh, you, you know this city planning stuff better than I do, but isn't it like traditionally uh, what, what, what usually happens is those different entities don't cooperate because they, they try to twist things to their advantage. Like you, they set it up so that you have to take the taxi to get to the train station. And I'm guessing Mirrors will have a presence. Right, because Mears already has like a whole pickup station. They have the, they have the monopoly area. on on the uh, on the taxi part, right? I would think. Do so you know they're local? Mears, yeah, yeah, Orlando base. Did yep. you tell me that last episode? That doesn't make their monopoly any less. I don't know, it makes it less abrasive for me. Oh, it does. Yeah, locally owned, local, locally owned monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> Got to support local, right? That's what all those bumper. If you're pouncing the little guy and local, yeah. that's fine. Uber's not local. I don't know. It is Lyft. local because uh, those folks are working for themselves. Are they? 
That's ultra... Ultra. Whoa. That's Uber. Sounds like Uber. a debate. <laughs> Sounds like I need two more margaritas to talk about this. I like. Uh, I my, my I I, li- I usually take Lyft though. I I love uh, Lyft. Although I've been really disappointed that they didn't put the giant mustaches on the front of the car. Now they have those like rainbow lights in the, oh, in the windshield they? as you get cl- as they get closer. They're supposed and to. Not light all up. of them fist pump. No the fist fist bump. Well, you have to sit fist in the back pump. now too. Do you? They ask you to sit in the back usually. Why? Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's just you. Maybe, maybe I look like someone who likes to hold hands <laughs> in the back. <laughs> I like the sitting in the front because when I lived in uh, Germany, while my dad was stationed over there, the, that's you. You sure. sat in the front seat. I'm clearly a, a mouth breather, so nobody wants to sit next <laughs> to me <laughs> in a car. Uh, trash to trends, man. I love trash, trash trends. Trash trends. This it's is awesome. Keep Orlando beautiful, which is a local nonprofit, actually run by the city. Uh, it's their job to lead volunteer efforts all over town yep our and friend uh, friend jody jody heads that up jody goose tree yes boo yes she dropped that i don't know i'm not sure jody um, goose tree. uh they let's, let's, let's talk about let's, this on drama. the radio <laughs> let's talk about an uncomfortable topic on the radio uh, sorry jody she is amazing and they are in charge of like litter cleanups and graffiti programs and uh she they are hosting this it's like project runway uh alternative materials challenge where you have to exactly. make stuff from trash for the this is the fourth year no Junior, you can do a really good jim gunn impression my, yeah. <laughs> i am not doing my oh, i'm jim gunn and I'm, we're gonna make things oh my goodness brendan will watch this and and i'll just make fun of it in the background because yeah. tim gunn i just find i don't i don't buy that that's i you? just think it's a whole Change facade but they use Tim Gunn the facade. If you are a designer and you can make things from pop cans or you know whatever insulation foam, uh, I just this got, is for you. You I can just got submit. really worried that maybe Tim Gunn listens to the show. <laughs> you can submit it till October twenty third if you'd like to be a part of it. It happens at SeaWorld. Hundreds of like highfalutin people are there, all dressed to the nines, and it's really fun. I went last year for Red Bull. They sent us to like cover it. Um, it happens there because they donate it. Um, super cool event. Love it. They, I think they raised $22,000 last year. Really? Awesome. Mm-hmm. What'd they do with it? They net it. Uh, they put it all into this year's event. <laughs> no, the money just keeps going around. They're like graffiti programs. And, and recycling programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, we, and you should explain, though, what... People are like, what is a graffiti program? They clean up the van. It really don't think of it like graffiti, like you know, awesome uh, murals. Uh, what's his name? The guy that I'm thinking of, Obey, Shepherd Fairy. This is not we're not what we're talking about. We're talking about people who, without permission, are putting things on walls, and that's vandalism. And, the, and this group helps clean that stuff well, up. That's the difference between art and graffiti. Arguably, is permission, right? Art and vandalism. Yeah. Graffiti is art. Okay. All right. All right. Are you uh, with me? I need another margarita, Scotty. <laughs> real, real. Uh, so that's how people Trash listening trends, you have until October 23rd to submit. Uh, speaking of van- of damage, damage to private property, uh, <laughs> they just, the Orange County property appraiser just rounded. They finally have their numbers from Irma. The final damage numbers. Uh, Irma, we're still dealing with this. $51 million Whoa. of property damage from Irma. And this is this is when the Orange, Orange County? County. Orange, Orange County. County alone. Wow. So if you want to start quantifying climate change, 
Start put that in your calculator and yep. smoke it. Yep, it's uh, something definitely something to think mm-hmm. about, um, and also you know something to you know ju- just uh, I I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just just, just I don't either. Let's talk about or? Gloria Stefan. We went from hurricanes yeah, to Gloria yeah. Stefan. Same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> I saw okay. that hair. Same thing. <laughs> we well, just, you saw uh, the hair of the person who, who played her. <laughs> well, same thing. I just watched the, some old music videos. Yeah. Uh, On Your Feet is playing at uh, Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center until the 22nd. We saw it opening night. Opening night. It's a, it's a musical inspired by Gloria and... Emilio Estefan's uh, life, life and their and from their Cuba music. to money, uh, and it's what what you would call a jukebox musical because they take existing music and then make a story around it, kind of like uh, <laughs> Mamma Mia is is one of those uh, those type of musicals, yeah. and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. I didn't, I fell for this certainly. I, I I didn't know their story, so I kind of loved. I had that no idea. I was an eighties baby. Yeah. So like I grew, I heard the music, right? Um, but I didn't like I wasn't like emotionally attached to it, or I thought I wasn't. But then being in the audience, and I loved it because there were like there were Spanish speaking parts that they didn't like, they didn't pander to English speaking crowds. Uh, there it got a little political. Oh, it just went into it. Points. It did. It, it did. And 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 it, and it wound up being timely, even though when they when they put it together, that we weren't yeah. in the same situation with immigration. But immigration. We are now. And yeah. It was just really cool. I, the whole thing was great. It was deeper than I thought it would go, um, but also super fun. Uh, I could could have used the audience like getting up on their feet a little bit more, but right at the end, it's like. Yeah. All right. There's all one right point everybody. where they, he was talking about going to Sweden and playing to a bunch of white people. He called them all Q-tips. <laughs> Q-tip. and our, that was, our audience that was, was clearly the, a box the Orlando of Q-tips. audience, a box they, of Q-tips. With, no, like we couldn't <laughs> shake our shoulders. We were just like one big long white stick bobbing <laughs> our heads to the music. Um, so good. You can get tickets for thirty-four bucks. It's playing uh, through the weekend again till the twenty-second. Yep. So check that out. And since we're talking about entertainment, did you see this? The plans for the projection park. For the I did. Um, I'm not. Maybe you could, uh, I don't know. I saw the plans. I, I read it on Bungalore, hashtag. Um, hashtag but I, I don't really understand what they're trying to accomplish okay. there other than like using a space. I was actually part of the early talks about using that space. So I, I have an insider point of view for that corner. On the corner of Orange Avenue and Robinson Street, right downtown on the southwest corner. It's actually... Next to First Green Bank. Next to... Yeah, First Green Bank, the old Southern Bank building is what they used to call it. Southern. Now Southern. <laughs> um, now it's First Green Bank. You talk funny. <laughs> right across from the... What's the church? Oh, I don't beautiful, know the name beautiful, of the church. It is a beautiful church. church. Yeah. Um, Catholic church, I know that. There was a building, and they've knocked it down. Post so office this big green lawn space, and it's owned by Dr. Phillips Charities. I've actually tried to do outdoor movies there in the past, and... The charities were not having it. Um, <laughs> so they did not want me there. I wanted to do an internet video festival with baby animal videos. And we would just go watch you projected YouTube videos of baby animals. And we could all sit on inflatable swans. Yeah. So and they said, you know, you could just do that in your house yeah, if you want. <laughs> so it was like, you know? yeah, click, closed my emails. They were not interested. <laughs> um, but the city is looking, they're actually looking into it right now, almost signing paperwork to take over and lease that property from Dr. Phillips Charities to make it into a pop-up kind of park infill project. Well, they'll transform it into a gathering space with this permanent projector 
and they will project things onto the wall of the first Green Bank building because it's this big white wall. So it's like outdoor movies all the time. They want um, like shipping container cafes, cool little retail space. Um, and from what I understand, they're going to build out the skeleton and then they'll like bid it out like on RFP um, to someone, some other business to come and just run it for them. Okay. So we have those plans up on bungalore.com. You can see Check very early, very early plans. They're right. just kind of feeling out what this could be. Uh, but I, I think it's pretty true to uh, the mission of activating that space. And just so you know, I know that there are plans and there's discussions about doing the same thing at the empty lot that's directly across the City Arts Factory, also on Orange Avenue, uh, where there's like an installation right now for Immerse. The so downtown the- art. Will this park, the way that they're planning it, is it, is it going to have, like, actual green space? Can the rain green, actually get in the, the yeah, earth? Yeah, yeah. Okay. all the things. Yeah, green space. All right. Well, you know, I'll, I'll be interested to learn more. Cafe. It looks really neat. So I, I'm all behind it. I think it's awesome. I totally want to work. And I, I, like, would go work there during the day just to serve coffee in a shipping container. I think oh, it's, yeah? I think it's totally bangerang. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's what you need is to add one more thing to your plate. Yeah, as you as you can tell, if you just tuned in, Scotty Campbell's my boyfriend, and he's, <laughs> he's a little he's a grumpy man. He's gr- oh. trying, trying to control me and put me in, put me in a box. Maybe may, may realistic. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, just in case you're just tuning in, maybe you just got home. It's a little late. Uh, there's a new order now. Order foods option on your Facebook. Have you tried that yet? No, I didn't even know that existed. You can order food now through Facebook. Uh, and they have partnered restaurants. Not everybody yet. They're just kind of feeling it out still. But it ties into the, your likes. Your, and your like, yeah. Every, you know, it'll well, be makes sense. to see if it affects uh, the ads that you see. I think, you know, you order from. <laughs> I think anything that distracts us from uh, being political on Facebook is probably for the best. Yeah. It's all, it's all part of their much, new. Right? They can do weather. They have like a weather reporting thing now. They have a travel section. Uh, it's like a Craigslist selling thing, peer-to-peer selling platform. Right, which now. is weird. It's interesting. I like it's that. It's weird. So no, it's, it's weird. It's all it's all part of their strategy to keep you on Facebook. I get sucked into it because there will be that little house that I think is supposed to be a store, and you know, I'll click oh, sure. on it, and things are for zero dollars. I don't. It's, they're working around. It, there's some. I think there's some shady stuff happening on their <laughs> shop. I'm talking to you, Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> big fan of the show. <laughs> You heard it here. <laughs> okay. And with that, we're going we're gonna to go to break and eat a burrito and come right back. Th- thanks for tuning in to Bungalow in the Bus. Back after the break. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And I'm Scotty Campbell, sitting in for John Bestecker. John Bestecker is down in Costa Rica uh, and coming back this weekend. So don't worry, his 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 humor will be back, <laughs> replacing Scotty's his stoic, melodious voice, stoic cynicism. <laughs> I'm like full of margaritas right now. We're, we're I am too. <laughs> we're like on. Am I? Is this three? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I lost count. We're we're hanging out at Wall Street Cantina. Here on Wall Street in Wall beautiful Street. downtown Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's an, amalga- an amalgam 
of uh, a bunch of different bars <laughs> and places to vomit in public. And oh, it's super fun. It is. It's it's a cool. This is one of the places uh, right across the street. We came to Hen House when we did that uh, drink tour. We did. We've done a drink ago. tour in the past. You can take a, a cocktail walking tour through downtown Orlando with the downtown Orlando or downtown Orlando partnership. And uh, it's like a guide. You get a little babysitter to usher you along, try out really cool, fun, different places. They're not paying for this spot. We're just saying that's the last time uh, we were here, I think. Right. I, I think so, too. And we went. We did the Avenue. We did Hen House, which Avenue, was the most fun because there was a bartender named Joey the in there Lodge, who just worked it. Hen House. The, the Lodge. No, the Woods. The Woods. Not the, oh, did we did go to the Lodge. We did I'm do sorry. the Lodge just because the Woods wasn't open yet. Right. So we made the go <laughs> so we went shots. to the Lodge. We did the woods, and then we did uh, courtesy bar. Courtesy bar, which is gorgeous. But Hen House was super fun because the bartender in there is kind of like uh, Russell Brand. Yeah, very Russell Brand. Little Russell Brand thing going on, and and uh, I'm just sure you remember works the crowd. He works. Yeah. He he tends a full bar and plays games with you at the same yeah. time. It's crazy. And uh, homemade apple pie moonshine. Good which stuff. Was delicious. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm still hangover from it. <laughs> or maybe that's pride. I can't remember. It's all a big blur. It all blur, blur, blur together, yes. Uh, <laughs> so. Yes. Old Dixie Food Truck. Oh, I heard they're becoming a, uh, it's Old Dixie Fried Chicken. And yeah. they're becoming a food truck. They closed in 2016. Um, shuttered their biz on South Orange. And have since, will be reopening in November as a food truck. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if the Confederate flag is going to come with them, their Confederate flag, flag logo. Well, uh, it, so there's no word on that? They haven't said whether they're, they're changing that up? No word, no word on the logo. They're very, they're very tight-lipped about what <laughs> uh, the old Dixie logo is going to look like. But their fried chicken's back and uh, here to stay. Here to stay. Another food newsy thing that's happening is Manzano's Deli. Have you heard of these guys? Manzano's Deli. It's like sandwiches as big as your face. Is apple in Spanish? <laughs> oh, I like that. So is that do they, ha- do they serve apples? There's a homeless person just wandered up, but is eating our our <laughs> our chips here. Welcome to downtown. Welcome to it's our friend Ricardo. Ricardo, <laughs> Ricardo Williams from Nerd Night Orlando. Hey, Ricardo, nice to see you. Hey, Ricardo. Hey, Brendan. Hi, Scotty. How you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Eat all our chips, yo. We keep talking. Uh, when's the next Nerd Night, Ricardo? November 9th. Okay, and Nerd Night is like TED Talks in bars where you can drink with super cool people. And it's all like mostly local people talking about like what they nerd out about, passions that they nerd out about, right? Pretty much. The only correction I would make is that it's better than TED Talks. Whoa. Gauntlet thrown. (laughs) Just like a nerd would do, throwing gauntlets. (laughs) Well, you know, with TED Talks, it's a very exclusive community. I mean, they're very expensive events. Not just the independently organized ones, but the national, international ones are very expensive. But Nerd Night has a very small barrier to entry. You just got to show up. You can learn something new, meet a cool person, you know, have a drink and uh, walk away and uh, still have time to, you know, Meet someone new. I was going to say that, but Exc- in a, a less appropriate way. <laughs> it's yeah. about accessibility <laughs> and getting it, laid. Is, that's what I heard. Keep it friendly, everyone. Keep it friendly. <laughs> uh, the last time I was there, though, 
Well, the only time I've been in Nerd Night, and there was <laughs> you somebody, were in it, and there was somebody. No, I wasn't in it. Oh, you, you somebody, spoke at Nerd no, Night there, though. No, I've never. Oh, that doesn't count. I did speak at it once. That, uh, but it was during the day, Maker so it doesn't Fair count. At uh, <laughs> at the Orlando Museum of Art, and I did something because I nerd out about art, and so I talked right. about my nerding out about my artistic process, which doesn't count. I I went to Stardust Video in the early days, and there was a scientist who specialized in grasshopper sex behavior and he had like high resolution photographs of like grasshoppers spermatozoa and like them like getting it on and it was like so you i was oddly aroused of grasshoppers doing it wow this is like gonna be we gotta stop we're full of margaritas here we're really working hard to kill the dead air after that uh, <laughs> confession. You can hear crickets. Hey! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are they doing? Keep it down, crickets. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to Manzano's Deli. Where yeah, so, no so where is this? This is, it was in New Smyrna Beach, and this new location is going to be by the Little Blue Donut Shop on Fairbanks in Winter Park. Um, which is just up the street from Miller's Hardware. Oh, okay. And that little I love Miller's Hardware. There's a uh, ceramic shop where you can like paint your ceramics. When I want power tools, I go to Miller's Hardware. Miller. <laughs> we love local shops, especially oh, with uh, Orchard shops. Orchard Hardware just being up the street now. I'm a little worried about their longevity. So, oh, I don't think so. Help them out. Help them out so. if you can. Uh, while we're talking about food, the Crepe Company food truck is. Oh, oh. Motorbikes going by. Apologies again. It's like we're recording outside. That's what happens when you're outside downtown Orlando. It's like a real city. You're gonna hear some noise, y'all. This is true. Hear some noise. The funny part is, like mixed in that, you hear, you hear, you hear all that, and mixed in there, there was like a scooter. There was. I actually think we've timed the show for critical mass with scooters. Yeah, scooter, scooter. <laughs> uh, Crepe Company food truck is franchising. They might be the first food truck. I can think of to franchise from Orlando. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Check it out. If you want to buy a food truck, might as well do a franchise if you're not original and can't figure your stuff out can't on your come own. Up, can't come you up with your own menu. <laughs> I got a good one, but I'm waiting for uh, for edibles to become legal. And then I can, I want to have like a brownie truck and we'll call it baked goods. And we'll and just I'm drive around. <laughs> yes. And I think when that Pop happens, brownies. you'll be the first person to think of having a food truck with edibles. In it. I, I looked it up. It's not, this isn't TM, y'all. <laughs> John Morgan, yeah, if George you're out John. there, I want you to invest in my baked goods. He concept. would like his portrait on the side though. I'm in really exchange. just trying to heal the world with my brownies. Yeah, with a glaucoma. Glaucoma. <laughs> stress. People are just stressed out. You know, uh, since you're talking about spending money, and yes. we're downtown. Uh, the city's going to buy 242 light-up snowflakes. Isn't that nice? You, well, uh, Ricardo, since you're here, how much do you think it costs to buy 242 snowflakes? Uh, it's free if you just wait for them to fall out of the sky. <laughs> well, these are special 42-inch. doesn't happen three, in Florida. They're though. like three-foot-wide <laughs> light-up snowflakes. And time for the holidays because they're swapping out all of our, all of our holiday decorations. So again, so Ricardo, if you could just estimate a number, how much do you think it costs? All right, so I, I, I know it doesn't snow here, obviously, but I know a guy in New York. He will bring the snowflakes and have them here. <laughs> he knows a guy. I'm taking this he knows microphone. Guy. Like, he can't even. <laughs> of course, he knows a guy. This, you got to. So you got to know this is expensive because 
you 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 know that they they the main streets get those uh, leftover Christmas decorations every year. They get they hang them up, but they've never been lit because they can't. Nobody can afford. To, to like, like them. them, but now we're going to have them downtown. Snowflakes, Snowflakes brand new, spanking new. $197,000. That's almost $200,000 for wow. 242 snowflakes. So that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And they just, which is funny because in the same council meeting, they're going to be talking about giving the main streets uh, their $25,000 to $40,000 uh, stipend for the year. How do you feel about that? Uh, I have opinions. I have opinions about it. Ricardo asked me how I feel about it. You can't hear him because he's two feet away from the microphone. But I, I, I have some opinions. I think the main streets should be fully funded, and like we obviously need new decorations. It has to happen. Um, this actually has to go through the the purchase has to go through the attorney's office because they have done it in a roundabout way where they haven't like bid it out like it's supposed to be bid or something. Uh. So it's gonna be that's what the council agenda is about. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens, but uh, it could look beautiful. Like I'm not going to argue that 242 gigantic snowflakes downtown would look great. I mean, for 200 G's, it better look beautiful. It better. It's it's gotta man. Cause we, that's what we here at Bungalore and the bus and on bungalore.com. We talk about things that matter to you and what matters to you is how people are spending your money. And And I will say this one last thing. I guarantee you there's very many of your listeners who will never see 200 G's in their entire life, but they know what it looks like. It looks like a bunch of snowflakes. <laughs> it looks like a bunch of snowflakes. It looks like <laughs> Just in time for the Spencer talk. Mr. Spencer. That was today, right, at UF? It was. It was. Okay. Uh, I was watching social media. Keep it, Ricardo. Keep it Keep it clean. I, I Most definitely. Uh, so I was. Uh, I had a lot of friends and peers and, and fellow activists who went up to Gainesville to drown out the hate of uh, Mr. Richard Spencer and I've been following social media and it's been really hilarious because you know there's an overwhelming support for the opposition you know it's it, there's you know the 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 neo-nazis are the minority now so that's great that's great I'm not sure what the demographics break down to on Real Radio 104.1, but I'm not sure I care. So <laughs> there's right is right, Real wrong radio. is wrong. Well, it'd be interesting <laughs> to find out, right, with Real Radio, because I, I have a feeling it's like pretty split. Half and half, but people yeah. are people, and you shouldn't. You should be able to walk down the street and not get beat up, regardless of if you're wearing a peacock dress like I would. <laughs> Happy Pride. So... <laughs> now I'm thinking about the old Dixie food truck logo. Are they going to fix it or not? Uh, let's let's totally flip it. Orlando is the third most vegetarian, vegan-friendly city in the country, says WalletHub.com. Interesting. That's why we're so lethargic. <laughs> I just need some iron. I just <laughs> I can't I can't. Go rake up my leaves. I'm really tired. I, I kid, I kid, but then you, <laughs> but then I go to a restaurant. Every time Scotty Campbell goes to a vegetarian or vegan, restaurant, and like, it'll take yeah. you forever to get your food. They just can't move. If you want to, I need, I need a vegetarian restaurant to just step up the service for Scotty Campbell next time we show up. Thank you, because he really believes that you're all just too uh, iron deficient I to am. get him his little taco. Fast enough, <laughs> and what is what Scotty's hungry? He's angry. You got to get it to him quick. So that's interesting. We place behind New York and Portland, New York and Portland. I want to tell a really funny story. When Scotty and I were dating, we went to Veg Fest, 
And Scotty was trying to Not be this really story, he was trying again. to no, this is when the we, early, early days, early, early days, days, you know, in the creation myth of how we met each other. <laughs> Sc- Scotty and I, Scotty would go to like random places with me to try to impress me that he was like worldly and could do things. And we went to Veg Fest, and the vegan hot dog guy was there, and he had carrot dogs. And Scotty was like, Ooh, that sounds delicious. And I was like, Oh, okay, let's try it. And then, and he ate it. And he pretended to love it. And when I tried it, I was like, this Here's, is I have to explain. disgusting. And it's literally a steamed carrot right. in a white hot dog bun. So I Scotty hear... Scotty Campbell was selling it to me <laughs> like it was the end-all, be-all of things in a bun. I hear carrot dog, and I'm assuming that they process the carrot somehow and make a hot no. dog out of it. Literally. No, it was literally a carrot. Steamed carrot. No, it was grilled. No. No, it was you don't remember you don't remember these things. It was really it funny. was grilled anyway. So that's how I knew not to trust anything <laughs> Scotty said. But I but I remember having <laughs> that's and ever ever since Scotty can't trust uh, vegans. But I also remember <laughs> having a red stripe with it, and I it all it all balanced just out. Washed down red stripe washes everything out. down. So anyway, <laughs> New York, despite the carrot dog, we are third most friendly vegetarian vegan friendly place in America. Here and how did they um, how did they Decide that. How, what was the measurements that they? Uh, it's all on bungalore.com. Oh, I can't they, remember off the top. Did they explain it? They did explain it. They always I'm sorry. The wallet helps pretty good about. I did not read metrics. it on bungalore hashtag. Um, pretty interesting. We placed beyond New York and Portland. Hey, did I tell you that uh, about the Halloween issue of Watermark? Tell us, Scotty Campbell. Well, it's on the stands right now, and I I put it together. What? Well, I I should say I helped, but I did the words. I I put the words and the melodies together. Okay. I wrote the You're issue. You're the Bernie Taupin of uh, <laughs> Watermark Online. That was a Barry Manilow reference, but okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. So you you pick it up. Uh, you'll see my friend Alan is on the cover from AEO Studios doing this awesome, crazy clown makeup that makes Pennywise look like a, a children's it. yeah yeah um but no 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 i mean his his kind of scarier um so so pick that up um hey, I would got you to put would it you, together, so you first ever would what? you would you make out with pennywise the clown yes i would Yo! for the same reason that kid said that he would what because the actor who played him is gorgeous did you you didn't you didn't see these interviews no i just you can youtube you can I don't care if he's cute underneath all you can, that makeup. You can, he find, was awful. you can find this stuff on the internet where where the kids are quizzed, and one of the kids said, "Of course he would make out with him because he's gorgeous." That's all awful. That makes no sense. Anyway, keep going. Watermark. So, so what else did you guys talk about? You talked about. You, well, we you have uh, we we went through some cele- local celebrities uh, like Chad Pitt uh-huh, and uh-huh. Asima Azam, who uh, telling us about what their worst costume choices ever were. Wait, I'm in that and too. You are in that. Yeah. You are in that. So you have to pick huh. up the issue to find out what what Brendan's <laughs> Ricardo Ricardo Williams. What was your worst? Ricardo costume is ever? not in it because he's my, never been made a bad costume my choice. My worst costume ever. Um, my first Spider-Man suit was just a was a black bodysuit. And this girl that I was hanging out with at the time, she just painted red over it, so it'd be red and black, <laughs> and it looked really awful. And I actually forced her to do it, not like at gunpoint or anything, but just right. like I was just like, "Can you please do this?" And she's like, "I don't want to do this." And I convinced her, and she was like, "This looks really bad." I'm like, "You're right, it looks really bad. I should never <laughs> ask you to do it. It looked really awful, but I still wore it anyway." And uh, you know, I, I love her; she's great. So I shouldn't have told that story. Actually, 
Oh, breaking up. Uh-oh. So that was the worst. That was your worst costume? Yes, that was my worst costume ever. Scotty Campbell, what was your worst costume ever? My worst costume, back in the day, I was uh, with, a, with one, of, one of my first boyfriends, went to Parliament House as uh, he was the exorcist, the girl from the exorcist. And I thought it would be a good idea to dress as a priest to kind of you know, be a companion piece. And I thought, this is That's easy. Uh, I'll have an easy night at Parliament. Well, people did not leave me alone. I got groped and harassed all night long. And it was not fun. So, lesson, do not go to Parliament House and dress as a priest. Okay, okay. What I, I guess... Um, along with the most gropey costume, I went as a male version of Ariel the Little Mermaid to Gasparilla, and I had an inflatable <laughs> muscle suit and like an Ariel wig and like the shortest shorts you've ever seen, like in like a in like a scale kind of pattern. And uh, and I was molested for like five hours by strangers everywhere we went. Like every five steps, I was like touched and fondled. You know. <laughs> This I can tell that you now. you wanted to tell that story <laughs> because that's not a Halloween costume. It's true. It's about Gasparilla. You're just like my birthday's on Halloween. Your birthday is on so Halloween. Happy birthday! I celebrate for a month. I think this is two episodes in a row that you mentioned that it's going to be I your birthday. Wanna, on Halloween. I just want to make sure everybody gets to be presents. <laughs> uh, we're running out of time, man. We got to keep what's happening. So there's what other else things. is happening. So we talked about old Dixie, the crepe thing, NS, the Manzano's Deli. Um, Richard Spencer's here. SeaWorld just cut 350 jobs b- due to decreased attendance. We don't have to talk about that. We can just put that out no, there in the world. we've mentioned them twice now in one That's episode. That's true. Uh, I'm going to be on Rollins' Facebook Live tomorrow. We're pre-recording this on Thursday. Oh, so yes. you can catch it on Rollins' Facebook feed. You can hear me and Andy Perez, the uh, Yelp queen, talking about why we love Orlando. Wait, now uh, I'm confused about time. Does this mean that <laughs> you guys are doing that on Saturday or because we're recording this we on rec- Thursday this and then Facebook is on Friday. So this is a Friday event, Friday. And if you're listening to this right now, I swear, I swear to God, Scotty Campbell, you, <laughs> you're never allowed on this radio show again. You, you way, ruin I'm everything. All my friends that I crashed your recording of your show. <laughs> Record, we're never going to get, they're going to cancel our show after this. It's ridiculous. Uh, the, Winter Park, there's a new study that is recommending intense development along the Orange Avenue corridor and Winter Park. So, like, okay, uh, where what's the bakery, um, Buttermilk Bakery, and all of that? They're okay. recommending like intense development, like condos, and like multi story stuff. Um, and as we all know, Winter Park loves development, Winter Parkers love intense development. They want to keep everything dense. So, but wait a second. So again, you're, we're talking about that area that you're talking about with density sort of goes against the, goes against the idea of density because there's not, there's not any sort of public transportation around it. Uh, Lynx goes down there. Lynx, but you have to hoof it to find a a sunrail station. Uh, You would take Lynx to the sunrail station or ride your bike. Yeah. And then Denning is all getting redone. We talked about that last episode. Uh, they're going to have multi. Their Denning Drive is going on a road diet, and it's going to. They're losing some lanes. They're going to have a multi-use path. It's going to be super fancy, leading to their new library that a lot of people are mad about. 
Um, oh, and actually, since we're talking about Winter Park, their Christmas tree got floored by Irma. Yeah, that's pretty Poor sad. Thing. It looks like a Charlie Brown tree. Did, so what is, what is the verdict? It'll grow back to its shape? No, or? it won't no. grow back. They don't come back from that. So it just, it can't, it's still alive. They're not going to cut it down. It just, they won't be able, it can't sustain the weight of the Christmas decorations. Oh. So they're going to bring in an electrical tree to like take take to like fill in for a couple years while they try to find a new replacement they're gonna have to like buy and transplant a mature tree into the park they actually planted a tree knowing that this would happen eventually they tried to plant one in the park that could like just replace it they could swap in but they didn't know it would happen this soon right no it just grew funny it grew on an angle this makes no sense it's just like a really funky looking angle tree it, so, w- it wanted to do its own thing. What's so it. wrong with about they that? Everything's got to be straight in Winter Park. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's everything. Oh, no. Hashtag. Hashtag. Except for Gary Lambert Salon. Right. Hello. So those are our headlines. Now we have to ramble out some events real quick. So we only got a couple okay. minutes. Um, Maker Fair is happening this weekend. It's a two-day event at Central Florida Fair, 10, t- 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's all local, cool creators, makers, they call them, hence the name. Uh, check it out. There's a book to big screen Bram Stoker's Dracula event happening at Enzian, and that's with Rollins College uh, Literary Department plus Enzian. So you talk about the book, where it came from, right on. and then you get to watch the movie. A lot of people don't know is the book, right? Right. And Much so less how it was put together. At 11 a.m. until 1.15 p.m., uh, there's a 10th annual Scooter for Hooters. Uh, <laughs> Wall Street, where we are right now, it's a 22-mile ride that ends here at Wall Street Plaza. Uh, there's a live music fundraiser for party. Libby's legacy. Right. Yep. Awesome. We love that. Uh, Immerse is happening, which is like this huge art festival takeover of downtown Orlando. There's going to be circus everywhere. hanging from cranes. There's people dancing on the side of a high rise, like window washers. I don't really understand how that works. Uh, food. People dinners. will be, be eating burritos at Wall Street R- Cantina. Ricardo's miming at me. I don't know what he's saying, but it looks <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, so check it out. I'm going to go. I, I'm really excited. It's all of like Orange Avenue downtown. Holler at Cole Neesmith. Uh, there's a <laughs> trunk and treat car show at the Magic Mall. So like muscle cars. It's going to be fun. What else is out? Uh, Halsey's at Amway. Festival Cali Orange. Uh, is this big like Latino festival happening in downtown Orlando? Folk fest. There's a folk double act happening at Tamuqua White House. Mattis Yahoo at the Plaza Live. Check it all out. We're out of time. Thank you for tuning in for Bungalow in the Bus. If you have any questions about what we talked about, go to bungalow.com. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>